damn it! Answer me, you bastard! Speak now, or stick my foot up in your wazoo, cause we got a job to do. To study is why we were sent here to the zoo. Captain Gooch Gobbler said so, and I do too. There are dissections, amoeba sections, cross sections, different directions, humans bump in the dark, it's true. There are drug consumptions, marmajunctions, assumptions, forming by gumptions. Humans love the dark, they'll fuck you too. There is poetry, philosophy, sodomy, anatomy. Humans pop in the dark, they will pump you. Sensation after correlation, and correlation after sensation. Humans pump in the dark, here's how they grow. Penis in your mouth, penis in your mouth. 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 It's already been in there three times. Shit. Where's my beat, Void? What beat? I thought you were You're going to put it in there again? Penis in my mouth, penis in my mouth. Penis in my mouth, penis in my mouth. Penis in your mouth. No! God damn it! You gonna put it in yours too? <laughs> At the same time? My penis in my mouth. Oh Jesus! Are you gonna tuck into oblivion? Tuck my penis into oblivion? No, I'm just saying. Yes, you know what you call your asshole? Oblivion. It's like an oblivion gate. That's a good asshole. It's a gay. Oblivion no, it's a. Ob- it's a oblivion gape. Gaping oblivion. One second. Gape, 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 gape. Earthquake. Void. Talk. Yes, yes, yes. Look at the screen or look at the screen. Look at the screen. You He's just so big compared to yours. Yeah, he's uh, he's compensating for something. Oh, shut up. It's really loud. Yeah. Void, you're doing a good job. Okay, okay. We can hear you. All right. <laughs> Very finally. well. This time. Yes. This time. Does she have his penis in his mouth too? What? Oh. Penis in voice mouth. Penis in voice mouth. Fuck off. <laughs> what? What's wrong? It's tasty. You're not cool unless you have a penis in your mouth. Uh, okay, Adam Sandler. When did Adam Sandler My have a penis in his mouth? <laughs> Something's doing something on the computer. I haven't seen a dick in Adam Sandler's mouth. Whoa, CNN, fake news. Papa poopin'. <laughs> Excuse me? He's just saying hot button issues. I said fake news. Get that out of my way. I don't know what you If I want to know what's going on, I step outside. Yeah, we just, yeah, that's true. Yeah. They're trying to brainwash us. Mm. Bastards. Mm-hmm. They want us to see things their way. Episode 109. Are you sure? Yeah. I delete last episode we recorded. Oh. Why that? I didn't like it. I think we said too many things. Yes, we said too much. There was... 
too much shed, so we, we couldn't salvage any. Yeah, it's, it's something about something. Yeah, let's let's go on to something else. Let's talk yeah. about... Well, I didn't like it because we were just talking about human understanding, which there isn't much to talk about. Yeah, okay. I don't understand anything. Okay. God damn, it's- this thing gave me the ring of... The red ring of death over here when you, <laughs> you went, okay. It must be all the way up. Yeah. It's microphone in his mouth, microphone in his mouth. What? Basically. Deep throaty mouth. <laughs> she, she's trying what? to do it now, too. Jesus, you guys. That was loud. Who was that? <sighs> Son, was that you? <laughs> Void. Yes. How's it going? Yes. Yes? Mm-hmm. It's going yes? It's going good. Yeah? How was your week? Good. What? Yeah? Yeah. What did you do? Yeah, what'd you do? Uh, work, slept, and ate. Did you have a valentine? No, I was alone. Oh, so oh. you had Rosie and her five friends. Rosie Palms. Rosie Palms sorority, yes. Well, it's a lot better than Greasy Palms. Who's Greasy Palms? <laughs> At first I thought you was thought you said Greasy Bums. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Well, yes. it depends on why who's, they're greasy. Yeah, rubbing some baby oil up on there. Duck fat only, duck fat only, lube. Oh. What? Duck fat. Where do you get this? Whole Foods? In the dumpster of Whole Foods. Ew, that's disgusting. At the lipo clinic. At the lipo... I don't think that's duck fat. (laughs) That's not (laughs) duck fat. That's not frog robin making. I mean, some of the time, they waddle like a duck, but it's not duck fat. And fart like a duck. Are you listening to them fart now, too? No, have you ever seen a geese fart? It's fucking annoying. I that must be his new thing, sweetie. Um, no, it's not. I was golfing with <laughs> the groundskeeper, and we got attacked by gooses. Listening to goose farts. You got attacked by gooses? Yeah, we had to run because our golf ball was being stolen by uh Jerks off the these, goose farts. Are the gooses related to geeses? You sick No, they were geese, bitch. not gooses. You know... I thought there was something normal about you going to the park every day with a loaf of bread. Now I'm starting to second guess that. <laughs> he's, he's fucking the bread. While watching geese fart. Yeah. Yes. Bestiality geese farting. That's why he comes home with that big hole in the middle of the bread. Uh, you can get a green dick from that. It's already green. I call it carbo loading. <laughs> More like duck ass loading. Carb loading? <laughs> You're loading up the ducks with your carbs? Protein. Well, that's not carbo loading, that's protein loading, I guess. Yeah, you stuffing it with sausage. Now we have another thing about duck fat here. Well, you're listening to the Duck Fat Podcast. <laughs> Where we talk about putting duck fat in a loaf of bread and fucking it with our dick. And confusing fat from the liposuction place as uh, duck fat. Somehow. Don't know why you would do that. 
Sorry for all the fucked up shit. I didn't know there was a lipo place called Whole Foods. <laughs> I think it's called No Foods. <laughs> I missed you, Vorden. Yes, yes. Thank you. You're welcome. Now get the fuck away from me. Episode 109. An essay on human understanding. It's a paradoxical title. Now, I did do what I said I wasn't going to do, you guys. I started reading yet another philosophical book. Then I found Audible and realized I had a credit. So I started listening to said philosophical book, an essay on human understanding. Yes, yeah. there's a free online version you could read and torture your eyeballs with staring at the screen for several lame Repetitive, mm, pointless hours, yeah. Yeah. So, out of board is. I'm going to go into a quote, yeah. I started off at the top of the book, even though I kind of. Yeah, I started at the top of the book. Oh, oh, there's a dinging, there's a ringing, there's a beeping, there's a booping. Get on my cheesecake. I made I made cheesecake void. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Hey, that cheese uh, you you brought over that, that that didn't come from the the lipo place, did it? No, 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 no. That's... Okay, okay. It was, uh, it was a little scary there thinking about it. No, no, that was in the container I got it from. So that is from an actual store. Well, thank you. Yes, I mean the chocolate chips on their hand are self-made. Self-made, you say? Yeah. What'd you make them with? Uh, in my toilet. Yeah? Yeah. Mm. You said, oh boy, these chocolates are really good when you're putting them on the cake. How you put them in your mouth? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, it fucking sinks in the kitchen. What did you guys do in there? Void. Fucking smells like a dirty diaper was put in the oven. Oh, it's my homemade chocolate. You like it? You made homemade chocolate out of what? The cocoa? No, co- the cocoa I found in the uh, toilet at home. Yeah, he said he made it. Oh, man. Homemade. Mm. Yep. I, so, I heard about the uh, coffee bean shit out, so I tried uh, the cocoa beans. Yeah. So what? You not eat anything for several days and then ate a bunch of chocolate and shit it out? No, cho- cocoa beans. And you made us eat it? Well, Gork said it tasted good. Yeah. They taste a little off. Yeah, they taste a little off, all right. Off the fucking turd. I thought you guys liked bittersweet chocolate. <laughs> That's fucking disgusting, son. I thought I taught you better than that. And I was just thinking there was chocolate-covered peanuts. I've told you several times over the years, at least You don't want to know how I make the peanut brittle. Just stop digging shit out of the toilet. How many fucking times do I have to ask you to not dig shit? Out of the toilet. 
Oh, you haven't told me since I was five. Yeah, I just told you like three years ago. I remember you trying to dig shit out of the toilet like three years ago. Well, sorry. I thought it was a baby Ruth. You know, this is really wonderful, you guys, because this brings us back to human understanding. (laughs) (laughs) I'd say so. Uh, You are told more than 30, 40, 50 times over your lifetime. And the more we get into this book here, we'll see exactly what I mean. do whatever you want. Yeah, we'll do it. Get your shit out of the toilet. Now, let's quote some John Locke's. Yeah, we're just going to forget about the dookie in the fucking oven, huh? Um, I mean, being worrying about it is not going to make it any better. At least open up a window on this ship. Mm. Uh, Can you do that? It it's kind of chilly stinks. outside. Yeah, being space and all. The smell is getting all the way in here. I'm going to have to leave. Yeah. Um. You want this gas mask? Yes. Okay, yeah, you put this. Put it on right here. Yeah, you, yeah, you you put it on. Yeah. I can talk like this now? Yeah. Can you guys even understand anything I've said with this fucking thing on? It's perfect. Don't say anything, Lord. I'll just ruin the moment. Ruin the moment? What are you talking about? Okay. You know, we gotta... We'll take a little quick break and hear out this place, okay? And we're back. We're back in action. Yeah, but not as bad. That's true. Yeah, Febreze really does work wonders. Brought to you not by Febreze. 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 Febrazers. Yeah, I shouldn't say that. (laughs) Brazers pornography cleaning cleanliness spray for when you have that anal sex smell in the atmosphere. And it squirts all over the place. You want to uh, Febreze it. Anyways, here's a quote. Quote. Well, here's a quote from John Locke addressing his almightiness. Okay? Quote. As thou knowest not what is the way of the spirit, not how the bonds do grow in the womb of her that is with a child, even so thou knowest not the works of God, who maketh all things. What do you guys think of that? I think it's a bunch of words that sound stupid together. Yeah, sounds like a word salad. Yeah? You want me to go slower? No, no, just the way he said and wrote stuff. For me, please. Okay. As thou knowest not what is the way of the spirit, nor how the bones... That's too slow. Do grow in the womb of her that is with child. Thank you. Even so, thou knowest not the works of God, who maketh all things. Amen. That was beautiful. Slowing it down really got me able to understand what you were saying. Yes, who maketh all things. Praise Jesus, great, great Googly monster. Gobbly goo called over your mom. Yes. That's that was what we did last night, Void. Oh fun. Oh. You gave her the Holy Spirit and the preacher man? I gave her my holy water from my magical wand. 
Your magical meat wand? Yes. My magical meat wand. Like Lizzie Express? Yeah. It was pretty magical. Yeah. So, wasn't you, it a little smoky? What um what what do you guys uh, think of the quote? I told you I think it's beautiful now that you can slow it down for me. Ah, yeah. Uh well, what about the the meat inside the quote? I think salami sucks. Um Yeah. Salami's not my favorite either. But yeah, what about you said the the meat inside of the quote. The quote, yes. The sal- There's no salami mentioned in this quote. There's bones. Oh. In spirit. In child. In the mom. I mean, in the woman. In the womb. And God. Oh, and, that's probably where I mistook the show. I mean. You mean like the baby in those uh, Mardi Gras cakes? Yes, exact, oh, exactly. Exactly. A Mardi Gras cake. <laughs> yeah, we're talking How about. How do they shrink a baby down the fit? The world may never know, Void. Some of the things you say, son, just amaze me. You have great observational skills. To think they had to take one of my eyes out. Yeah, maybe that's what they need. You think Those maybe we should damn doctors. take out all eyes? Uh, well, Try you think to- we should take a half, a, half of everybody's eyes? I needed the $5,000 for his cornea. No. I, I I had to have it. Well, how much do baby corneas go for on the black market, Mom? $5,000. You, you got ripped one. off, really. I could get a friend this one This was free. 33, 34 years ago? We could have just... Mom, you don't know my goddamn age. It was just my birthday a while ago, remember? <laughs> yes, I remember when your birthday is. Yeah. January... 69. 20. Uh, 10 digits higher. <laughs> it's the very last day of January, Jesus Christ. Sorry, my bad, son. I, I The time just sits away with me, you know? Every year I lose a little bit more of this brain. and. Well, no, you've been getting it back. It's just hard to remember. Okay. I feel this concept is correct about the quad, which you guys probably already forgot all about. The salami. How could I forget about the salami? Yes, yes. No matter what people have experienced as spirit. What are you laughing about? Salami. Salam alaikum. I just keep thinking the meat of the, of the, the meat of the sandwich. No, the meat of the sentence. The mm. statement. Yeah. What well, did you do to this woman last night? She only has meat on the brain. So I mean, I didn't literally think you meant carnivore diet meant your carnivore. Void. What? You got to control your vocals. Sorry. You are uh, blowing out my eardrums. <laughs> Very sorry. Well, okay. Let me talk about the actual quote here. Okay. Not baloney. Not... Ham and cheese, not spam. No mayonnaise. Salami. Whatever. It's all the same to me. Not in the damn fucking quote. 
Sorry. There's no olive loaf. There's no turkey. Sounds good. An olive loaf. There is no meat. The proverbial meat of the quad. Proverbial. So, no matter what people have experienced as spirit, we have no idea what this spirit is. And we have this case of the womb, and humans currently understand a lot of, you know, the molecular process within the stem cells during fetal development, yet the universal comprehension of how life forms is very much like the initial subject of the quote regarding spirit. There was not much really known about how it really comes about. I mean, you could say, yes, the gamete from the male sapien of the homo penetrates the egg of the female, and then the egg gets implanted, and then it grows, and then it becomes a full-fledged human, and all these processes, all these molecules being transferred into cells, and how the woman is feeding the, fe the fetus while it grows inside of the womb. We could say all that, but we really don't know how life came to be. At least the humans don't. That's a lot to say. Now, what is a lot to say? What you just said. Yeah? Yes. But truthfully, people don't really know how it all came to be. So what you're saying is technically correct. Because even so, thou knowest not the works of God, who maketh all things. It's just that that was kind of interesting. Because when you come down to the initial everything of how life came to be, and you cannot conclude how it all comes out of all the laws of physics to form this double helix strand of proteins that get taken apart and put together by enzymes to form life. If you cannot tell me exactly how that comes to be, you cannot possibly tell me how bones are brought about inside of a mom's womb. Yeah, the whole uh, miracle of birth and... Mm, miraculous. <clears throat> how human life is formed inside of a woman's body, it is pretty fucking amazing. Yeah, kind of like tadpoles. To really think about how it all happens, though, like on a bigger scale, a bigger picture, like every cell doubles, doubles. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like the whole stage of evolution and one animal. Yeah, I think it kind of looks like that, actually. Like the fetus yeah. kind of looks like every other fetus when it first starts out. Then the longer it comes out, the more evolved of other species it starts to look and then eventually you know it becomes something completely not like most other animals aren't we all girls too that's what boy says till we get the white chromosome yes well that, that's when you initially have it as soon as a gamete goes inside of an egg you have a Y chromosome if you're going to be male no, it happens during a gestation period of when it happens. Well, that's when the genitals start to form. Yeah. Mm, but the Y chromosome was always there. It yes, I know, but the along. first few weeks. Yeah, well, I mean, that's just a different stage of Y'all having any. Development. Actually, one could even argue that 
Well, I'm not saying I believe this woman. I'm just saying, if you want to really go into this argument of, is a man better or a woman better, which I think is all a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, no one's saying that here. Oh, thank God. I would never once say a woman is better than a man. Of course you wouldn't. And I would not say a man is better than a woman because these things are subjective. I wouldn't ever say that either. Yeah. I think it's all down to actually a person's... Uh, would I say that? I totally forgot what I was going to say. Ah, yeah, so person's I'm going to forgot what I'm going to say. No, no, uh... Brain fart. No, yes, exactly. No, a, a person's, uh... Genitals. No, a person's, uh, own, uh, personality and, uh... Their traits? Yes, exactly. Yes. Why are you... But it's still... It's still subjective. Like, what's better and what's not. All a matter of preference. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, where was I? Locke continued to address his lordy lord with how he uh, disagrees. He doesn't do it in his name out of vanity. No, 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 no. He means no disrespect. The initial start of his lordy lord worshipping and Trying to say, you know, even if I disagree, it's only out of what I've come to find in rationality. It's not out of vanity for my namesake or uh, whatever. And he, uh, he promises he, he loves his lord a lot. And then he ends, he ends this anal licking of the lord with this quote. My lord, your lordship's most honorable and most obedient servant. John Locke. So that that shows you, at the very beginning of this book, how religious John Locke was. Very religious. Yes. Another topic that repeats itself was the one um, addressing the reader. It basically, like he was addressing the Lord, you know, without the glorification of holiness of the average reader. One of... Um, the items included in this address is that Locke swore to fix issues from his previous editions. Why he thought he should make these adaptations or adjustments and add in a couple extra chapters. The next section included some of Locke's life. And now we're on the meat of the subject matter. We have chapter one, which is titled No Innate Speculative Principles. Now, you guys ready? Yep. You guys gonna, you gotta get comfortable for it. Yes. Come on. We're doing podcast. Sorry. Talking to a lady. I, I don't care. Me. You got to stop. You got to put that freaky thing back in your pants. What? Put away my fisherman? There we go. Now he's playing with it. <laughs> Honey buns. Yes? What is up with your son? You're I'm younger than him, and I don't play with my wee-wee. Asking the wrong person. Void, what is wrong with you? I had an That's because you let me play with it, so you don't have to. Exactly. He doesn't have somebody to play with it. Yeah, but the thing is... is what do you think I'm trying to do? You you know what you could do? You could we play. know what you're trying to what do. What you got to do, Void. Uh, hear me loud and clear. What? 
masturbate before you come over. <laughs> That's a good idea. That way, you're done and over with it for right now. And even if it takes a couple hours till you get another boner, you, you have that time where we could just talk and you won't be thinking about scratching that itch. Okay. I'm just saying, it's an idea. I'm trying to problem solve here. Okay. A real John Locke you are. Not once has John Locke mentioned problem solving. Oh. Or jerking off. I don't think he's mentioned jerking off either. No, I don't even think he, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't think he liked, um, genital stimulation. That's really weird. I don't know. I, I, when I was reading this, I felt like this is his form of masturbation. I don't, I don't know why sex has always been looked at so dirty. Mm-hmm. It's a natural, beautiful, wonderful fucking thing. Mm-hmm. It should never be mm-hmm. disgraced with yeah. disgust. <sighs> oh, sorry. Now you're getting hard on great. No, it's not hard. Yeah, maybe we should have sex before the podcast every yeah. week. Maybe. Yeah. Then yeah. you won't be thinking about that. That is very true. Now, back to chapter one. Many humans have come to the conclusion that there are some innate principles, as if pieces of humanity's essence have been oppressed into a certain innate understanding, you know, for the human being. As if a human soul carries it as it inhabits a body. Locke disagrees with such. How would one know color? Without experience. How would a man know anything without experiencing it? This is why Locke disagreed with the idea that notions are naturally in the human mind. As being innate. Just a property. Locke went into an argument. Some would use to claim that ideas are innate because of their universal expression is wrong. I would say that not all cultures agree on many things. Some groups think, accept, and perform many actions many others, other cultures view as taboo. Locke chose to claim that if there is another explanation other than innate knowledge for the universal quote-unquote agreements on human contact, then it couldn't possibly be innate. Then Locke finally got into my argument. I would then claim that even if these beliefs were universal, then they would have had to have been made by communication between groups so they could work together with importing and exporting goods and services. Locke went into how children have to be taught the rules of their society, noting how children, idiots, etc., do not abide by these rules that are called universal. The next line of reasoning Locke went down was the notion that children and idiots would have to not have souls if a soul is innately stamped by the quote-unquote universal understanding. The very idea that souls are innately injected would beg the question how the soul got injected with some special universal understanding in the first place, while being simultaneously innate. This is why Locke also indicated that a thing 
cannot be and not be at the same time. The soul is injected through a portal from another universe into the belly button. No. At 20 weeks. No. It's science. No. Scientific fact. Yeah. That a soul enters through another fifth dimension portal into the womb through the belly button. Wait, is this from the 20 church? Weeks? <laughs> Was this from your church? Yeah, that's that's what that they why, did to our belly buttons. Why the, is that why the pastor? They injected the soul into our belly buttons. Why did they inject the soul into you? In your belly button? In my belly button. In yours? Yes, it, when I was... Did you stick a needle in your belly button? Yes. Oh, that sounds like it would hurt. My belly button's hurting. That's stupid because a uh, co-worker had a sister-in-law who had to have the baby removed, and it's at five months at that time, and the baby's in the ICU, so obviously that's a load of shit. You think they didn't stuff the soul in there before they took it out? You think the doctors were stuffing souls through the belly button? Yeah, because sadly she has blood bleed and was in a coma, but she has a good chance of living if they cut off a blood flow that would make her have only one eye. I wouldn't trust a human with my soul. Yeah, I mean, the Simpsons did it and it was kind of effed up. What? Bart sold his soul to Millhouse. Is he related to OJ? Why you little? Little what? Soul? It's what uh, Homer, his dad, says to him when he's about to choke him from being angry because he's a little rough scallion. Oh. Oh, my. Hmm. Chokes the shit out of him. Then his eyeballs bulge out of his head like, <laughs> boing. Bart, no. I mean, Lisa, sorry, it's a reflex. Hmm. So Locke went to some. Insane rambling regarding how if one had any concept not born out of experience, then all notions must have been born without experience. Why is it that if you have some innate knowledge, why can you not have non-innate knowledge? Technically, if you want to, you know, broaden up your definition for knowledge, let's just say knowledge is the understanding any anything has in the universe and how it interacts with its environment. And this would then include your biology naturally has the knowledge within itself because that is what the body is. It is genetic knowledge. A cold for molecular interactions. Life itself is knowledge. DNA is knowledge? Yeah. DNA is most definitely knowledge. Well, yeah, there's... They are the building blocks. The words. It's what builds the whole body. Yes. It has all the codes to everything. Well, I mean, they are... Well, it's not just DNA. You got enzymes and you got protein, other proteins. And RNA. Oh, yeah, RNA. It stems off of DNA. Now, we go into this idea of how all men come to understand these so-called universal truths after they come to the age of reason. Despite when idiots reach the age of reason, 
they lack reason scales. This would negate the previous ludicrous arguments. I mean, I'm using the word that Locke chose. I'm not calling anybody an idiot, by the way. I want to let you know that this is quite literally the word that Locke had used, idiots. The crazy thing, I think, I think our own uh, reasoning and that is built upon the environment we grew up in. I agree. It changed over time based on civilizations because things were known and not known in our civilizations. Sorry, my voice is a little hoarse. Excuse me. Blech. Your voice is a little hoarse? Yes, it goes clip, clop, clip, clop, clip, clop. I didn't hear that at all until just now. Oh, no, it's just a metaphor for my uh, throat. I heard. <laughs> I didn't hear that either. I think you're not hearing things. Hmm. <clears throat> for some reason, I have a feeling I don't understand something. What's that? What you guys are talking about. This neighing and horsing and clipping and clopping. Are you trotting too? I don't think I'm farting. Trotting. Yeah, that's called the trots when you can't you can't take a step without farting. How often does this happen for you, Ford? It, it mainly only when you really have to go to the bathroom badly and it's really when you're en route to the bathroom. This never happens for me. Not even when you have diarrhea? I don't think when I walk I ever fart like when I take Unless a step. Unless you're trying to push it out. Yeah, like farting is not like something like, like I feel like you might have to have your anus tightened. Sounded to your kegels. <laughs> you want a I yoni egg? I don't think egg? that's how it's it works. Time to do your kegels. You want a yoni egg? I have some. You can have my bigger sizes. You could shoot out the yoni egg like that uh, boss monster on the Super Mario World. The big one should plug you up from the inside out so you don't trot anymore. You know which one I'm talking about, Void? Petey the Piranha? Oh, you mean the... the pink uh, thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, Birdo. Birdo, yeah, that one. That's what it's called, Birdo? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. A lot of names back then actually have Japanese meanings. So I can't remember exactly, but I think it was a reference to that. Mm. Like Pac-Man was going to be Fuck-Man. That sounds like the game I want to play. I think you're thinking of Leisure Shoot Larry. What? Oh, there's a game where you're, trying, where you're a four-year-old nothing bald head dude trying to relive the 70s and be a porn. Are you? No, no. No, no, a male pattern baldness, not just bald all around. Gotcha. Who's Caillou? Uh, he is our uh, terrible, terrible fucking governor that's a fucking bald head dickhead. Would you should watch Caillou? I never actually fucking watched Caillou. Like so, 100%. I am not so, that lame of a child. I was so like, Ninja Turtles or Bust. like that? Nope, I've never seen a frame of fucking Caillou ever. Maybe Kaiju. That shit bored me to tears. Kaiju. Kaiju. It's a it's a weird thing where it's a thing literally a show about fucking nothing. 
Oh, it's a show about something. It teaches you lots of lessons, like how to not be a spoiled brat and think of others. Okay. (laughs) And how to throw fits. Oh, this sounds a lot like universal laws. Oh, he's... That don't exist. He's a bastard, that Caillou. Yeah? Yeah. Does he know anything about metaphysical thought? I, I don't, I don't think know. he really has a thought in his head. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's pretty slow. So he would be That's like why the we one. put Void in front of the TV with Caillou. Uh, they, you know, they taught each other things. I think it was a Blue's Clues situation of like, let's go get some mail. Let's go get some mail. I only watched no, that. No, it's. <laughs> Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. What the when fu- it comes, I want to wail. Mail. We went to the circus the other day. <laughs> That's the mail call, okay? Don't you ever get it wrong again. I think <laughs> there was something in the water at the circus. Well, did she drink out of the elephant, uh, elephant's trunk? No, no, she just drank out of this punch bowl that was just laying around there. Oh, the circus. oh. they didn't have any elephants. She hasn't. Uh, yeah, they didn't even have any tigers. Yeah. Or it bears. Was, it was shame. No, no lions, no tigers, no bears. Or elephants. Or the rhinos. Kids like it though. They, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Those kids, kids and the, those bastards. We were looking at all the kids and we're thinking like, what one were we going to snatch? Man, we were looking for uh, a free cornea for you. But they all had their parents right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, they didn't look too happy. We so. almost went in the bouncy castle for a couple, but then those attendants were so aware. Yeah. Accidentally popped a hole in one of them. It kind of deflated on me. Yeah, that that shark tooth you have on your shoe. Yeah, a shark tooth on my shoe. <laughs> Gork, you're supposed to take off your shoes in bounty houses. I'm not going to put my unshoed foot on a, on a bouncy house where all these nasty kids put their socks on. You don't They're know boogers. what they have. They're like... <laughs> you could get ringworm from them. everywhere. You can get fungus. Yeah, it smelled like feet in there too. Yes. Yeah. Then well, we started yeah. jumping. Yeah. Which fun. Yeah. Now we have this medical. Met, <laughs> now we have this metaphysical thought that these inscribed scars of the soul finally became active once the human reaches the age of reason. Locke presented. What is the age of reason? I think Locke. it depends on the person. He didn't specify and what I listened to. I didn't listen to the whole book. I definitely did not want to waste my time listening to over 30 hours of the same thing over and over again, Void. So, Locke, well, let's go here. Where the use of reason is required to activate these tattoos of the soul, if you will. These go right back in a circle, claiming that if reason... uh, activated these magical runes of the universal morality, then we require reason 
making these not innate. Although there is a compelling argument that one could use, um, that reason is more like a flashlight upon the walls of your brain, the walls of your mind. You know, where there's these universal truths. You don't pick up unless if you shine the light on it. But then again, well, this is all just a bunch of hooey. Locke's dispute with his pretty argument of that these gems of universal truths being found are found only off of deduction based off experience. This would have me thinking that experiences are communications from one's environment, which would be the place one would find natural cause and effect, which I would think would be natural law, not the natural law of Locke, that Locke is accused of believing in, which is that nature supports religious rules that are somehow being portrayed as universal still. So the main takeaway about this whole reason gobbledygook and this uh, universal natural law bullshit is that, uh, yeah, if you require reason to achieve anything, it cannot be possibly in be innate, especially if the reason requires previous experiences to reflect upon. That is what Locke was saying. This could make sense. I mean, scoff all you want, but if, uh, if there are many things we feel based on episodic memory and sometimes with the first instance, our comprehension on these innate reactions to our environment grow when we study, not only with reason, but with the tools of various forms of methods used to cut out the fat from the meat, to get a good look at the meat. You get a good look at the meat void? The treat of the meat. I think he got the best look at uh, the meat. Yeah, the treat the treat of the meat, huh? What kind of treat did you get from that meat? I'm literally actually talking about the meat. Meat sounds good. I'm starting to get very hungry. <laughs> Not that way, you perv. <laughs> well, you were itching earlier. Not now for that. Don't make me throw up. Why would I make you throw up? Looking at your own meat is going to make you throw up. Yeah. Okay, can we get you're back the, to how stupid John Locke the, is? Damn, you're so mean, boy. You sound like John Locke. Is he an idiot, What? <laughs> Incapable of reason? No, he's uh, predisposed to his own prejudices. Not really, Void. You have not been paying any attention. I have. No, no you're not. He's yeah. disagreeing with the vast majority of people in his religious dogma. Right oh. now, in this book. That's what this book is about. Oh. He, <laughs> he claims he values reason over dogma. Oh. When okay. it comes to philosophy. Oh, okay. He thought philosophy had... No place for religion. Okay. It. So, let me tell you. In this argument, he uses points, like a point system. And he goes over to like over 24 different points void in Nut Gatherer. He, he actually went like at point 21. When he goes to that one, he goes into how, why no knowledge is innate. Utilizing addition with uh, single digit numbers as to what it can only be understood as. So, like, he uses one plus one is two. Two plus one is three. Two plus two is four. Seeming to come in couples with this rationale is the quote, what is cannot be what it is not. Scenario. So, he's showing, you know, 
more examples of this would be black is not white, black is not red, and blue is not red. And he does this. He does this over and over and over and over again. And like different different ways of doing it. He also goes into how like a kid knows that a fire is not an apple. But he only knows or but the kid only knows a fire is not an apple because of his experience with an apple and a fire. But will not be able to reach a good list of reasons why fire and apple are not the same until they reach a later age. But they they implicitly know that fire is not an apple without any explicit knowledge. Because it takes time to really list all the reasons why something is not the other thing. Proving once again what Locke is saying is that understanding is not innate and any kind. He goes on and on and on. Look, I got all these notes, boy. I'm, I'm just going right through them. Yay. I don't really like them at all. Oh, that sucks. Uh, it, it's, it's just, it's, it's, it's over and over and over and over again. But this is something that was already been summarized. Like the whole book basically is summarized in three minutes all over the place on the internet. Three to five minutes long, you get basically what everybody concludes about John Locke's, you know, book on understanding, which is kind of sad, given that John Locke has over 30 hours worth of reading to do, let alone the time it takes to really reflect upon the reading. Jeez. So this shows how long-term memory is during John Locke's time, because he's able to look at something and use all all the possible arguments one could use for something. That's why he went into various different reasons why what is cannot what it is not be. Square peg round hole. Gotcha. Yes, yes, yes. A circle, he even said, a circle is not a square. It's one of the things he said. <laughs> I think that's where it probably came from. I think that came from a long time ago, Void. I think it didn't take very long for humans to figure that one out. Circle, not square. Okay. That's why we draw it differently. <laughs> okay. I think even before Pythagoreans' time, because they knew that a triangle is not any, even though a triangle is not a square or a circle. Are you sure? They just look, look at the pyramids and like go, go, what the fuck is that? Yeah, they had no I mean, idea. you know, it's a pyramid, but it's made of triangles. Yeah, they're like, ah, I wanted a cube. You made a pyramid. He read the directions wrong. That the was the same thing, boss. No, it's not. Did you see directions at Ikea? Yes, they got the directions. What, what, what's that reference, Ikea? Is uh, that your I, friend? No, no, Ikea is Swedish made. Uh, or, is it Swedish, but Swedish made, huh? That sounds like a hot name. Is that your next girlfriend? It's a Vard? furniture store, but you put the furniture together, and hardly any of their instructions are easy. Yeah, it's like put slot A into slot B and slot this, but it's like all naming. So it's like one A, uh, one B, like two and the B. Pictures are poor quality, if any. So it depends on stuff. If it's like one solid piece, it's fine. But if you have to screw it together, it gets all wobbly later on and loose. Yeah. After uh, use. Yeah, when you play with it, yeah. So they buy it more for taste than functionality. Yeah. That's a common thing. When you use it, it gets loose. Well, it's cheap, too. So. Yeah. yeah. Quick, yeah, cheap Usually furniture. when the cheap prostitutes are loose. Yes, but their meatballs are great. 
Plus, there uh, there have been memes. No, they have food there. The prostitutes' meatballs are good. No, IKEA. Uh, that's the name of the prostitute, right? No, no, no. Swedish no. prostitute. No, no, it's a furniture maker. One of the funniest things I ever saw: people were complaining when we- the new video game systems came out that uh, it wouldn't fit in their furniture or in their entertainment centers because they're ginormously big. So they had a prop one made so you could be like, hey, will this fit in here? Hmm. That sounds like a first world problem. I know. You want to go back to John Locke? Yes. I was just saying how silly it was at Ikea. Yeah, so anyways, you know how John Locke has a real long attention span void? What? Yeah. Exactly. Like nowadays, they don't really have much of an attention span. So people like these maxims, these tropes, which Locke actually talked about. Uh-huh. And he was talking about these maxims and, maxims and tropes are different between cultures, specifically uh-huh. um, savages, which made up most of the world during John Locke's time. Uh-huh. According to John Locke, most of the world is filled with savages. Fun. And criminals and idiots and children. Who do not understand and have different rules, but they believe their rules to be true. And even went into pirates and thieves, how they have their own codes of conduct that they think there's a certain form of just, there's a certain form of justification for what they do. And they have code of conduct with each other. Now, yep. don't steal from other thieves because we're thieves. Come on. You know, hey, I stole that rightfully. Yeah, they had their own uh, judicial kind of system. Sounds fair. Now, John Locke did not support any of these other things. He only supported the one true God of Catholicism or Christianity or some something like that. Yeah, something made up like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you're saying all these these rules that the church calls universal, not universal at all, which was the main thing that interested me about that because he realized past the bullshit that was being taught to him. And he stood up and he uh, he uh, sat back down and read a, wrote a book. He wrote a book about it. Uh-huh. That's interesting. But what, what I want to talk about is that the further you get away from this topic, the, the more you actually understand. What's that? If life is knowledge void, uh-huh. and... Life is made out of the building blocks. Uh-huh. And the building blocks of life are made out of even smaller building blocks. Yes. Atoms. And nothing could function without the building blocks. Yes. Innately, the building blocks are knowledge. Because they make up everything. So, like, if you look at it from a different point of view and go... Beyond the social cues. Because the first step was John Locke was going beyond his social cues. Yep. About the church and quote-unquote universal laws. And he stepped outside of it. He was like, wait, it's not really universal because I went to this place and that place. And they're all different, you know. Locke traveled. He traveled to Holland and he even traveled to France. Yeah. Yeah. And he saw, yeah, that's exactly how I talk in France. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And in Holland, they go, wee wee. (laughs) <laughs> I think you got that backwards. No, nope. not me. Okay, maybe. You could say wee-wee anywhere you go. 
Oui, oui. Well, just say, why are you speaking French? This is Holland. I mean, we're we're in America. We're in America. I call her wee wee. Yeah, see? She has a wee wee. It's in my pants. So, let me get this straight. Your yes s is in his pants. Yes, yes. Hmm. Okay, like accoutrement. Yes, a coochie on your mom. Yeah, I got one of those. My coochie on your mom. Yeah. You. Yeah. true. So, back to the topic at hand. Okay. The further you step outside of it, the more you realize the whole argument is ridiculous. And, I mean, we're talking about human understanding, which requires human experience. So, in the human experience, everything happens through cause and effect, transference. So, it, it's, it's, knowledge is not experienced as innate. But the further you get back into it, every single thing is knowledge. Therefore, knowledge is innate. That's my whole argument. When I was reading this more and more, I started to change my opinion. That's nice. Because this book gave me a chance to really reflect upon what what we're talking about here. Because I was on board with John Locke. It's like, yeah, when you're a human, you don't know shit. You start to learn stuff. You may not learn very much for very long. Or you may not learn very much for a long time. But over time, you'll learn more. And you, you get more reason and... And you get a bunch of other humans who live near you who agree with you on certain things that have to be done in order to survive and thrive as a society. Starts a tribe, then moves to a society. But if if reality is cause and effect, which, I mean, that's how I view it, and anybody who really understands reality understands it's all cause and effect. So it all comes from a logical succession built off of the same materials Everything is built off of the same materials, which make up life, which is knowledge. Making knowledge innate. I know I sound like I'm beating this cow into the ground, but after reading John Locke, I will tell you one thing. You were lucky to have me reading to you or talking to you guys. Because if you were to have someone like John Locke doing such, you would, uh, you would be bored to tears. Like, he uses, like, 25 points for the same thing in different variables. I think he's going through every single possible thought process. Yes, but if you have conceptual continuity, it applies. So it's kind of like, of course, the experience of red is not the same experience that someone gets with purple or blue. Unless if someone's colorblind. Clearly I am. Well, I mean, look at this place. It's designed horribly. I'm only kidding. It looks lovely. <laughs> and then also, um, a human's interaction is based solely on what they're already ready to receive, which is only like 10% of reality. Humans really don't experience much of reality. I'd say even less, less based upon the variables and people's experiences of how many people there are. Yes, yes. You you don't even see 10% of the possible light spectrum. It's sort of like how we see the whole sun, but I think we only get like 10% of one of its rays or something. Yeah. You, you know how there's... Yeah, and you know how um, there's so many 
chemicals that humans cannot sense consciously, like taste or smell. Uh-huh. And that's even that's that's way less than ten percent. That's like one percent, or even less than that. Well, the crazy thing is they've taught some dogs to find cancer and COVID in people. Mm, yes, yes. What? Are they chasing it down our loved children? Void. No, they can just sense where it is. But are they they going to hunt them down? Well, no, it's in the person, just in the person, not the around. Oh, okay. That's good. Very so good. they can sense when COVID's inside someone? Yes, there's a possibility, yes. It has to be a trained uh, dog with it sniffs for because they've been uh, taught to train for certain diseases because they do the uh, response thing like, oh, you get the treat if you find this. So they have actual COVID there and they're like, okay, the smell. can smell when COVID's <laughs> inside someone. Well, yes. That wouldn't is, surprise me. Yeah, this is true. They do it based on a... Uh, do they a, wait until he's finished? Well, you know, the whole body functions differently when you're sick. So, like, for instance, with COVID, the mucus is more like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, the slimy mucus. Goo. Is that what we're calling it it's now? It's like glue. Oh, no, but they actually, they actually put like a, here's a peachy dress sealed, can't get out thing, but they can sense what, uh, smell the I'm like, thing and then put it in all these different containers. COVID and fucking then they get somebody. <laughs> when they find the right one. And so then they start and testing the it on the people. dog can smell them. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me that a dog could sense that. Because if you think about it, the, the, like, the, the mucus is presented. No, the mucus that is made is much different from the mucus from the regular cold or the flu. You guys don't even get what I'm talking about at all. <laughs> no, I have no idea what you're talking about. Imagine COVID, right? Your loved child. Yeah. Having sex with a woman and a dog can smell it happening. <laughs> oh, Definitely. Okay. Remember when COVID threatened to rape you, Void? Yes, that was a very uh, traumatizing experience. I don't think the police were looking for you then. They're always looking for us. Is that why we're still up here? Yeah. Gotcha. So that's my take on human understanding. Yes. You want to see what we're going to do next week? Yes, who are we doing? Oh, in, in 1697, Joseph G. Durverney introduced the term brachial plexus. Oh. Remember that? Yes. The cervical vertebrae yep, have yep, cervical yep. nerves that, you know, make a, a beautiful branch system for the brachials. Yep, yep, yep. Mm. Antonio Valsalva published on the human ear. You want to do the ear? Maybe. Let's do the ear. Okay. Well, we'll do the biography if we can of Antonio Valsalva. Oh, okay. Yeah, 1704. That's what we're doing next week. Okay. Sounds sexy. Okay. Yeah? Yeah, I can't wait to see him. See who? That guy you're just talking about. We're not going to see him. He's dead. Why not? There's no pictures? Hopefully not. 
Jeez, always trying to hide them all from me. I'm over the Robert Hook, okay? I don't Chill think out. so. You, you brought him up again. You're always so jealous. I'm not jealous. You just yes, brought him up again. you are. You get jealous really easily. Well, yeah, when you are more attracted to the hump on my back than you are me. That's just silly talk. Oh, that's a part I've of your never, body. Never yeah. seen you get so wet over any other part of my body that's until we talked to John Locke. That's a lie. Or until we talked about John Locke. Okay. That is not a lie. It was like a slip and slide last time. Remember, okay. you yep. couldn't even stay on it. Yes, that's okay. It was like you just. We had to clean the carpets. So, uh, we okay? Yeah. I said okay. How's uh-huh. everyone doing? Until next week? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we leave in peace. Bye, bye. Kick it. Oh, yeah.